2: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. That's right. We're getting into picks. No Stricky. That. Still waiting on not him. Not yet. Not yet. He's, rumor has it, on his way. Yep. Again, throwing him into out. so get ready to call for that next segment. If Strick's not here, oh hopefully boy. one of you guys will fill in. Oh, yeah, but, I'll be here. Okay. Um, Picks. What, here we go. Rundown? Let's get into okay, it. Okay,
3: so Rico's going to join us here momentarily. He's running over here real quickly.
2: Uh, just to He's update. Washed. It's not really quick anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: <laughs> Rico is... It's not like Rico needs to see this uh, this breakdown anyway. Um, just real quickly here. What are we talking about? we of course. Oh, I don't want to be here for this. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> Why would anyway, you do this to me? <laughs> I thought this was important. Of course it's important. <laughs> anyway... Look at, look at how short he looks on the stream. It's a, move your camera. Move your camera camera. Move, move, angle. Your camera. Move, move the camera angle, Hold then.
2: Right. Give me a second. <laughs> Just help him out. There we go. Even better. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tighten this. Guy.
3: Yeah, tighten it since it gets loose. Um. Anyway, 402-464-5685. Um, so on the season... Once again, I don't have the updated record or the the previous records. Rico had a poor week, yeah, Austin very had a bad. Austin had a mediocre. I was 3 and 6 yep, week 1. And I was 7 and 2 week 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I won
2: one week. You were one. 2 and 7, I thought. Yeah, yeah you I, were 2, I no, was 1. No, I got 3 nope. I thought.
3: You were 2. Okay, here I can do I can do a, a, a quick math. I was 7 and 2 uh-huh. after one week. Rico, you were 2 and 7. Okay, 2, got it. You were two and seven, Rico. Or excuse me, Austin. You were three and six. All okay. right, I knew you had one more than me. Yes. Yep. So there you go. Um, this week, I went five and three. Ha <laughs> not bad, Rico. You went two and six. Consistency, is Key. Yep. Austin, <laughs> Austin went six and two. Look at you, Austin, with the uh, with the best record of the week. Let's just run through them. We all picked Nebraska, or excuse me, Nick, or, uh, myself, and Austin picked Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Rico picked Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Nebraska obviously covered. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Florida versus Utah. Utah was a five-point favorite. We all chose Utah. We all mm-hmm. got it correct. But on the side bet, I was over one and a half Graham Mertz interceptions. Mm-hmm. You guys were both under, and Austin super locked he the did. under. He did. Okay. East Carolina versus Michigan. Michigan won like 30-3. to three. Yep. They did not cover the 36. We, so all, we all lost that one.
4: That was a hard one. Yes, we weird. all we
3: all lost that one. Well, they didn't run the ball as effectively as they normally yeah. do against especially lesser opponents like the that. The defense was good
4: though. Yes,
3: uh, Georgia versus UT Martin. It was a forty-four and a half point Georgia spread. Um, Rico, you selected Georgia. They did not cover uh, because UT Martin did score a touchdown against the Bulldogs. Ridiculous. Backdoor, baby! Myself, myself and Austin picked UT Martin. You guys were sweating. And we both won. Um, LSU versus Florida State, we all lost. We all chose LSU. And then in, the, in this one, Toledo versus Illinois. <laughs> Illinois was a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Rico was the only one that bet against my boy Daquan Finn. And he did what? He won. He didn't win. I was right, but I was wrong. (laughs) He covered. I super locked Toledo to cover. Yep. You super locked Illinois to win. I did. I won two points there. Rico lost two points there as well. I wasn't wrong. Updated records after two weekend picks. I am at twelve and five. Rico is at four and thirteen, and Austin is
4: Austin is above five hundred at nine and eight. I'm just building myself up for the best story in college football.
2: Oh, is that right? Four and Fake. thirteen. Are you picking first or second in this upcoming NFL draft? Uh, Caleb Williams or Drake May on the table. I
4: think now? I'm picking first because I want to.
2: <laughs> That's a lot of faith okay. in my Colts. There we <laughs> <you And laughs> the go. Yeah.
4: There we go. That's all we needed from you, Rico. Okay, thank you for. Do you want, making you want fun to talk about me. Clemson and Michigan? Yeah, I mean, Clemson. What? Clemson and Michigan. Uh. Clemson has strayed too far from the Lord. Um
2: <laughs>
4: and <laughs> and that's what happens when you build your program in the name, image, and likeness of God, apparently. Be careful in Nebraska. Be careful. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Let's what say whatever's going on there. Dabo Sweeney needs to adapt to the times or get out because right now he's building himself a, a nice little cottage, not in not in Clemson anymore. And um <laughs> Michigan, we fence. We fence. (laughs) We fence.
3: Rico looked at these guys, looked at them as two separate, and uh, Austin (laughs) and I want to to compare them. You want to compare them? Compare Jim Harbaugh and Dabo. And Dabo.
2: That's kind of my thought, because, first of all, I was seeing a lot of Clemson hate on Twitter last night that I don't really understand.
4: People have been wanting to hate Clemson for a very long time.
2: But how quick do we forget that it was little old Clemson that took down Alabama? We were so mad about Alabama being so dominant. Here comes Clemson. Yeah. How quick sometimes, we forget.
4: Sometimes you die the hero, and sometimes you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, and that is what Dabo Sweeney and Clemson but, have but
2: done. Clemson hasn't they, been
3: though?
4: good enough. Like they've okay, they've been really, really good.
2: They've been good. Solid. They haven't
4: been this the the team to beat in college football though. They, Not in five years. They were for a while, and it's just Dabo Sweeney's. At first, it was it was cute, and it was oh Clemson, they've been so bad for so long. But now look at them; they've built themselves up, and they've done this, and it's great. And then Dabo Sweeney kind of continued saying what he said while they were winning, and they weren't winning. And he pushes DJ Weungalale out, and well, now we're looking so at it like, oh, maybe it wasn't DJ's fault. And it's just it's just what really it's not Clemson as a universe; it's Dabo. That's really but all it is, is
2: Harbaugh. They're cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm.
4: Exactly. And it's going it's, to be as soon as if Harbaugh wins a national title and then he goes on a, down, a downturn, but he keeps saying whatever he's saying while they're winning. It's going to be the same thing. It's, it's interesting. And to, it's also, but hold on. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's different because Michigan has been at the mountaintop and they are the winningest team ever in college football. Clemson won one national title way back in the day before Dabo got there. Mm-hmm. They don't have as many wins as some of these other teams. So it's it's still a, you know, a cute, fun little story with Clemson. Ah, that's kind of rude. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> with Clemson and Dabo Sweeney. Whereas Harbaugh and Michigan are the big, bad you know blue bloods. Clemson's not a blue blood. It's different with them. As I told Austin this during the commercial break. It's interesting when you
3: think about the quarterback situations with uh, Clemson. Because I told Austin, it's always been a year of overlap. Mm-hmm. Right, it was always Taj Boyd, and then towards the end of Taj Boyd's career, it was Deshaun Watson was there. Towards the end of Deshaun Watson's career, it was it was Trevor Lawrence. After Trevor uh, Lawrence, Kelly Bryant. Or, excuse me, yes, yes, Kelly Bryant, mm-hmm. of course. Then it was uh, Trevor Lawrence. Then it was uh, DJ DJ Uyunglele, and then it was Kate Klubnick. They've had this long list of really, really good college quarterbacks that have been like. The, the guy after him, maybe not Kelly Bryant, but the guy after him was always better than his predecessor. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it just never, it felt like, I think, in a lot of people's eyes, it was never going to end. They were always going to get the next best quarterback that was a little bit better than the guy before him, right? DJ Uyongale, and now Cade, Cade Clubnik, we saw it last night. Cade Clubnik did not have a very good game. DJ Young with a different team did. So maybe it was a little bit of of Clemson pushing out DJ, but I think also part of it was that DJ wanted to go closer to home as well. So DJ uh, goes back to core, or you know, closer to California where he's from where he went to St. John Bosco Rico's as well. scared.
2: He's running scared. Yep, well, how about that? I got stuff I got to
3: do. <laughs> he was, he, he went he went back closer to California, the state that he went to high school in, St. John Bosco, obviously a very very well-known and and, and renowned high school program. Um, where he shined, and so he's closer there at, at Oregon State. What's up, Stricky?
2: Hey. How's How it going? Rolling. How was the
5: weekend? Good. Looks like good. you had a good time. Um, it wasn't blazing hot as I hear has been here.
3: It was warm here. Yeah. yeah, it was hot on course a couple times over the yeah. weekend, yeah. You got a tan, I see it.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of good stuff happened over the weekend. Well, I love it. We're talking love about it.
2: Clemson and Michigan Oof. right now, and so I think Clemson had its time, right, with, with Clemsoning where they'd always find a way to blow it in the biggest moments. I kind of feel like that's what Harbaugh did early in his tenure with Ohio State, right? They play well enough up till that last game and lose, right? Clemson found a way to get over that hump. They ran the ACC, dominated it for a stretch there, won their couple national titles, took down Alabama. Are we heading to that same spot with Michigan, where they find out how to beat Ohio State, now they just have to figure out how to actually win a national Title: Are we on the same point in the timeline as when Clemson first broke through? That's an
5: interesting question, but I, um, you, you, that's that's tough because I, I'm still I'm not oversold yet on on it. I, I like offensively, I would say they found uh, a magic potion. Mm-hmm. Which is physicality, run, dominate up up front, mm-hmm. and just wear you out and beat you down. I'm still not overly sold on the defensive side of things for them yet, to where I I just see absolute and total dominance in mm-hmm. in, a, in a thorough dominant way. Right? You saw that in in times of dominance with Alabama. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't just a one sided machine. The Ingram's and you know you had that type Lacy's, of up, yeah, yeah the, the that, that, that up mm-hmm. up front dominance, but um, and then you had guys that just kind of controlled things until Bryce came where he was just unloading, you know. It, it was amazing the things that he had to do because there was games where he had to just put them on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and that's unusual for an Alabama team. So I, yeah. I just don't know, man. I, I don't know if Michigan's at that point yet, but
2: is, is it? I'm oh, sorry, go i ahead. say my other question then is for Clemson specifically, if you have a couple people on the text line saying, Clemson's time is done, it's over, is yeah, that Duke is, is, woo. is Clemson settling into kind of where Nebraska was in early Tom Osborne, right? They win the two natties under Devaney. Uh, he walks out the door. I get it. Davos, the same coach. They don't have that change yet, but is Clemson settling into that consistently really good, yeah. never quite national title. Good that Nebraska was, you know, post Devaney, early Osborne. I, I don't know.
3: I, I don't, I, th- man, that's tough to think about. Cause I, I'm trying to think of maybe more of a recent team because like, obviously college football has changed quite a bit. I'm trying to think of a more recent example to compare them to. Um, what I was going to ask you guys is that is this conversation an example of how we don't want or how we do want parity in college football? How we don't want one team to rule the land for an extended period of time?
2: But then we hold it against teams for not being a dynasty.
3: You're right. You're right. So then I, I think because like we see the 12 team playoff and we see the playoff expanding, right? And it's this whole this is going to be great because it's going to give like I had the conversation on Saturday or on Sunday night with LSU, Florida State. Is that with a 12 team playoff, there's a way that LSU sneaks their way in, and if they're playing their best football at the end of the season, they're going to be able to compete for a national championship. Mm-hmm. And I had one side of the one side of the argument was. Oh, I hate that they lost one game they shouldn't be in. But then I saw another one where it was, "Hey, that's good for college football because it's going to give them a chance to actually win it." And I just wonder, is there ever going to be a, a a middle of the road agreed upon idea to where it's we don't like guy, we don't like programs or universities like Alabama who are so dominant for so many years, but then when Clemson does it for just a short amount of time, it's like, well, they suck. That's too
2: bad. I think college football is interesting, too, in that going undefeated in the regular season is something we ask of these teams, Mm -hmm. but it's really rare. Like, it should be rare. When's the last time we had an undefeated NFL champion? You have to go back to the 70s and the Dolphins, right? College basketball is a different sport. I don't want to throw that in there with the the Indiana team under Bobby Knight. But, like, going undefeated, playing perfect has really become the norm for the national champion in college football, which is an incredible feat and a testament to those players and those coaches. But it's also not normal across sports.
3: Which is crazy because, I mean, strict. I I mean, like, we sit there at the end of the season every year and with the four team playoff, and it's this all right, what one lost team are they going to let in? Mm-hmm. Right, what one yeah. loss conference okay. champion are they allowing into the playoff? Is, or are they going to let an undefeated, an undefeated, non non conference, yeah. yeah. like non yeah non power five or a team that didn't like in the SEC, a team that didn't play in the conference championship, mm-hmm. but you know, are they going to let them in? Like, it's just what one loss team are they going to allow in? That's the conversation we have every every year when the college football playoff is gets decided. So. It's just crazy to think about how, how much college football has changed over the last couple of years. And now Clemson, as we talked about it, I didn't realize that either, Austin, that there was so many people that were so happy to see Clemson fall. And I don't know if one game makes Clemson fall, but this is kind of thing where it's the whole Clemson is Clemsoning or whatever they say. Mm-hmm. And when in reality, as you mentioned, they were kind of the team with the Deshaun and Hunter Renfro and that kind of team and Travis Etienne and Justin Ross – like that was the team, Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. That was the; those were the teams that really knocked Alabama off at su- uh, such Hunter a high Renfro. perch. Yeah, Hunter Renfro, like such a high perch. Alabama's still up there, but they got knocked down a couple steps because of Clemson.
5: I I, I just wonder that if you were onto something because you look at the landscape of Clemson, right? Um, ACC. Um, you also look at recruiting. What is one of the hardest things that we found to be able to do is retention and mm-hmm. yes. recruiting and bringing people? Is South Carolina like one of those types of locations? Is it is it one of those places that becomes difficult because it's kind of like Pullman?
2: It's, it's kind, kind of, a, of like y- yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not
5: I'm not saying anything bad about the town. I'm just saying some of these some of these places are are just. You know they're they're it makes it tough and you have to have a little bit something extra or something more that brings it and I'm wondering is if, if
2: Clemson's falling into that boat Clemson's fascinating because it's kind of right between Charlotte and Atlanta, so you'd think that it would, you would be, be fine, you know enough right? pull yeah. but I don't know I, I'm just going back really quickly and looking here so Clemson's won ten games every year since two thousand eleven, and in 2014. And in 2021, they lost their first game of the year. 2021 was to Georgia, I think. 2014 was as well. I just scrolled past it. So, is it the handling of DJ with maybe? Nick? I mean, well, you know, know, that's, exactly the that's, that's exactly yeah. what I
3: was talking you know about. What? It was always this overlap of really good backup or really good starter. But maybe just a little bit of better of a backup, right? And we always talked about it. We've we've talked, but we've experienced it at Nebraska, where the the publics or the fan base's favorite player is always the backup quarterback. Yep. And so here we are, where it was like Taj Boyd was good, but hey, we have this guy Deshaun Watson that was that's better. And then it was Deshaun Watson. Kelly Bryant was in between Deshaun and Trevor, correct? Yes. Just Sean Watson, and then it was like Kelly Bryant was fine because he was a transfer from Missouri. And then it was um, Kelly Bryant to then, hey, we got this guy, number one overall player in the country, Trevor Lawrence. And then it was Trevor Lawrence to this really, really strong arm, this five-star out of St. John Bosco, DJ Uyunga And then it was, well, let's continue this trend. As soon as DJ Uyunga makes a couple mistakes, we got another five-star in Kate Clubnick. Like, it seems like this... It was their favorite player, was always the backup quarterback, and they went to the well too many times to where now it's hurting them rather because I think DJ Uyunglele helped him out a lot.
2: The other things to keep in mind, too, is that, again, I don't want to call this a fluke win from the Duke perspective. I mean, you only allow seven points. You Mm -hmm. got the shirt on then. That's why I got the shirt on, Stricky. That's why. But at the same time, (laughs) Clemson had 200 yards rushing and passing, hadn't lost before doing that in the Dabo Swinney era. Um, their red zone failures, they were number one in the ACC last year. They had a really bad night. It's also game one with the new offensive coordinator, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. Cade Klubnick has started a couple games at Clemson, but he's not a full-time starter. He's still being broken in. So this makes me, you know, raise my eyebrow a little bit at Clemson, but it's still just one game. Like exactly what I was saying about Nebraska and Colorado in the crossover. There's still so much more season to be played. I don't think this makes me, you know, reevaluate everything. About Clemson, but it raises my eyebrow, and it's something yeah. to monitor. Yeah. So Nick, appreciate you, appreciate you filling in. Appreciate you, second. fellas. Strickey, we're jumping into shootout. Oh, You're coming in shootout hot.
3: right off the bat. Tag.
2: No, nope. nope. You're in. You're in. You got this. Four oh two Four six four. I can't. Five six eight five. Call now. Take got, on you Strick. You gotta take over in trivia. Thirty bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the line. They're playing for you, you, not me. They're playing you. All shootout, right. strict. not we, Nick. We play the game next.